Hello and welcome to the Sandro Forte podcast. Over the many years I've been running a business, I've met many, many successful people, entrepreneurs, sports stars, celebrities, and dare I say, even royalty. So what makes a person successful? Do we know what success is? And the all-important question, can we create success for ourselves? This podcast series invites a diverse group of people to share their insights, their wisdom, and the things they've learned along the way. The rather lovely Marion Stewart is the author of Manage Your Menopause Naturally and an incredible 27 other books. 27. I've written one and that was really hard going. A world-renowned healthcare expert, Marion has helped tens of thousands of women around the world overcome PMS and menopause symptoms without using drugs or hormones. In 2018, she was awarded, quite rightly, the British Empire Medal and was recognised as one of the 50 most inspirational women per the Daily Mail. Um, well, Marion, you have a CV that kind of precedes you here. And um, mm. with no disrespect to any of the other podcast guests, I'm rather in awe today, I have to say. <laughs> Not just because of what you've done for so many people, but, you know, 27 books, 28 books. That's quite an accomplishment. Uh, and, and a radio host and a whole stream of other things that we will try and coax out of you in the next 30 minutes. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know you, they must have been hiding under a rock if they don't. But for those who don't know Marion Stewart, just if you don't mind, a little bit of background and, you know, how the heck, 28 books. Wow, that is quite, quite extraordinary. But we'd love to know a little bit more about you so you can deliver your own CV. I think that would be fair. Okay. Well, I think my English teacher would faint if he was still alive, um, even knowing I'd written one book. And I didn't ever mean to write books. It was just that I, I guess when I started the first advisory service, Helping Women with PMS, based on 200 medical papers, it was way before its time and it captured the attention of the media. And so way back then, I got approached by four publishers and I was, I had my pick you know, it's like the world has changed so much since then. Um, and I wrote my first book, which was published in 1986. And we just went on doing surveys because I, I guess I felt so angry that women were being left to suffer. And despite the fact that there were published medical papers, the doctors weren't educated. And it was really wrecking women's lives, their relationships, their work life. And I felt there was a deep sense of injustice. And so that's why we stepped up. And we, as you said, we helped tens of thousands of women with PMS. And then in the early 90s, there were medical publications on the menopause. And so we tweaked the program and turned it into a menopause program as well. And the PMS program was helping 94% of the women be completely symptom-free within four months. And the menopause program was helping 91% of the women be symptom-free within five months. So we saw incredible transformations. And in fact, I remember once I was in Australia doing a book tour and I was in a new women's library in Melbourne, which had literally just opened. And they were doing a photo shoot and I was standing by the bookshelf and the photographer kept saying, put your hand up, put your hand up further, further, further. And when I kind of stretched my arm out and I couldn't stretch it anymore, I looked back and there were two copies of my PMS video. And we'd only ever had 5,000 made. And they got funded and we ran out. We didn't have the money to buy more. And I only had one. And there were two on the shelf in Australia. I was kind of beside myself. So it really did go around the world. And even today, we are uh, 
kind of fast forward because I took a break for six years to run the Angelus Foundation in memory of my daughter. And when I finished doing that campaign, I came back to health at the end of 2016 and I made four little films on my phone because I met a film producer in America where I was living at the time. And uh, she was running a Facebook Live course the next day. And I wasn't very technical, so I kind of went there with trepidation, made these really low quality films on my phone. And within 12 weeks, over a million women saw these little four films. And once again, I was completely inundated with the most horrendous stories. And I just felt Mm. this is not right. And so that's the rest of my journey, which I can tell you about uh, from then till now, has been amazing, exciting, and I've got so many things happening that I know are going to just change the whole paradigm for women and men for that matter. Mm. And and also in the workplace, because well, Forbes, Forbes says it costs $810 billion globally each year due to lost productivity associated with menopause. Wow. $810 billion. And I, I don't think most companies really realize that it's going on under the radar. Women hide it. And we think that one in four women are either leaving the workplace or seriously thinking of it. And they're definitely not pulling their weight as they were before, Mm. which is a crying shame because women compete very successfully with men in the workplace. And it's not fair for them to get bowled over by their hormones at midlife. And it's not necessary either. I was uh, when we were doing our research uh, for this podcast today, Marin, I was absolutely bowled over by the work that you've done and the you know, the influence and the and the support you've the influence you've had over and the support you've given to so many women around the world. But for all of the men out there listening, we do have a very substantial number of people listening to this podcast, fortunately, from all parts of the world. And for all the men out there, before you, you know, you reach for the off button thinking, well, hang on a minute, this doesn't this doesn't really concern or affect me. I think we probably all need to take a step backwards. I mean, I've got five sisters who are all middle aged. Um, and I think I'm right in saying that, you know, uh, a lot of the early signs of PMS are seen in women around about their 40s, early 40s. And I think the average age is about 51 for women to go through the menopause. But you may correct me on that if, if, if I'm yeah, wrong on so, it. So PMS comes first, and that can be any age when your periods start. That gets worse with the more kids you have. And then you get into what's called perimenopause, which is the eight years leading up to menopause, when it feels like you may have PMS for more of the time. Right. And you're, it's right, the women suffer, but their partners suffer too, because they have mm-hmm. to live with them. And we hear stories, in fact, we did a survey on men, and we found that three quarters of men felt scared and definitely saddened and, and isolated and rejected. Um, They didn't want to have conversations with their partners because they were too afraid of opening the can of worms. And two thirds of men said that they weren't having a physical relationship with their partner anymore since menopause. And that is the saddest thing because women in our relationship survey, 70% of the women say they feel switched off from the waist downwards. So they go into what I call economy mode because we know from our own studies and also from studies around the world that billions of women have got nutritional deficiencies which affect their brain chemistry and their hormones and that gets worse as you get older and then you've got the added whammy of having no estrogen or estrogen as they call it in america when your ovaries are no longer working well that didn't really matter 100 years ago because we weren't living much past 50 but now when 40 something is halfway for so many of us 
it matters a great deal. And the research clearly shows that you can overcome your symptoms naturally. You can get back to feeling energetic. You can get rid of brain fog, anxiety. You can sleep peacefully. And you can get back to feeling like a sexy woman again, which is a win-win situation for everybody. Mm. But also, in terms of work, we see unbelievable transformations. I remember meeting a woman called Joe Brewis at a menopause conference. And she was a speaker at the time because she was one of the co-authors of the Government in the Workplace Review on Menopause. And this was in 2017, I think, or two, that was published. So I met her, I think, a couple of years later. And she confided in me that she had, she thought she had early Alzheimer's dementia because she couldn't remember anything and including her colleagues' names. And she was scared. She had a whole raft of other symptoms, including acne on her face and constipation. And I said, come on my program, you know, let's see how we can help you. And within about six or eight weeks, her symptoms had gone. And within a few months, she was thinking clearly, her skin was completely clear. She had her energy back, her personality back. And instead of leaving the workplace, she got promoted, eventually was made head of department at her university. So she's gone on to do amazing research on women's health, but she would have left the workplace, do you know? And that's just an example of what a waste this is if we don't fix it. Mm. And so that's my mission to actually fix it globally and also to change the paradigm because the M word is surrounded by shame and age and all sorts. No one wants to talk about it. In fact, we know from our surveys that people are not talking to their best friends about what goes on below the waist. And they're certainly not talking to their employers and their colleagues in the workplace or their partners. And so women feel very isolated. And it doesn't have to be that way because when they have what I call a midlife refuel, which is just learning how to get their nutrients back into nocturnal range and taking into their body naturally occurring estrogen so we can normalize hormone levels without taking drugs or hormones, it has a magical effect. And so I truly believe that every woman in her 40s should have a rite of passage to a midlife refuel. And hopefully when we finish with women, we can turn our attention to men because <laughs> they can have midlife refuel too, without any stigma. Well, good luck. Good luck with the men. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, all joking aside, I, I, we all salute what you've done because, and, and the reason why we wanted you so desperately as a guest is because we've never been afraid to shy away from some of the topics which to a lot of people are quite taboo uh, and, and so much and yet so little is known of, you know, the menopause and all of the implications for both parties, as you rightly pointed out. I, I'm keen to understand about your programme since you've already mentioned it, Marin. So let's let's talk about that, if we may. Um, and whilst we don't use this podcast as a platform for people to sell a product, I mean, you are a prolific author. We'll, we'll talk about a few of them, I'm sure. But the programme, I think, because of the the extraordinary results you achieve that you've alluded to already. I mean, I think it's really important that we that we make this as accessible as possible to women from all around the world who will be listening today. Um, tell us a little bit about the programme, if you would, and, and, and the process that you take women through and, and what you expect the outcomes to be. Right. So what happened when I had the million women see my films, I realized I couldn't help them all from my clinic in Harley Street. <laughs> it was not possible. So we took the science from the five month program and we turned it into six bite sized modules. And I thought I'd just be teaching women about the science and they could help themselves. But when we took a few groups of women through the pilot, 
we realized that we were actually turning their lives around even in six weeks. It gave them massive relief from symptoms and they could see a big fat light at the end of the tunnel, even if they weren't completely symptom free in that time, because some of the symptoms like low libido take longer than six weeks, but things like hot flushes, night sweats, anxiety, not being able to sleep, brain fog, all of that gone in just six weeks. So that was a real surprise to us. And we went on to develop some tech around it. So now it runs from your phone or any device and all the course materials in there, Everyone fills in a questionnaire, they get personalized program. And we are in the process of, um, we're just starting out to raise some funds so we can create AI as well, which will write personalized programs for individuals, millions of people simultaneously and be much simpler. But for now, we have a team of people, we deliver the program both in and out the workplace. And we've partnered in fact with Gen M in London and they're bringing brands together. So far, I think they've brought about 40 brands together, big household name brands, to expand their product range for women from 40 to 60 because it's so needed. And we're now having conversations with different people. We go into the workplace, we do surveys, we look at the suffering and the lost productivity and report back to senior management so they can see what's going on under the radar. And then we implement a six-week course. So they come, we have live sessions every week. We help them on a, in a personal way, as well as them having their course material. And by the end of six weeks, they feel, as Joe Brewer said, almost a brand new woman. You know, some of them actually feel better than they can ever remember. And I think women go downhill so slowly because we put ourselves last as a priority in life. We have so many other things to do with our kids, our partner, our work life and home and so on, that when you bounce back up again, you, you then realize how far down you went. And it's not until you get back to feeling good again that you realize that you were really firing on two cylinders instead of four, and you were in economy mode, but you didn't know it. And the sad fact is that as women, we're born as baby girls with millions of eggs, but we have no roadmap. Absolutely no roadmap. Our mums probably tell us about our periods, but that's it. And the rest is just left a chance and it doesn't have to be that way. And so we really want to provide the roadmap for women so that they can navigate and come out the other end because post-menopause is actually the rest of your life. Menopause is only one day. You've got eight years of perimenopause, one day of menopause, and the next day you're postmenopausal for the rest of your life. And you, the research shows that not only can you overcome symptoms of menopause, but you can also prevent things like osteoporosis, heart disease, and dementia, and all those awful things that we're more predisposed to after menopause. So we can make longevity a great experience. And in fact, um, I'm in America at the moment, and we're just partnering with the American Council on Aging because they are currently not doing anything to do with menopause and yet their audience are going through it. And it's so important that we provide information and help people to navigate so that they can have a much better quality life and use their wisdom in the way they should be able to rather than curling up in a ball and giving up. So many of the women I meet are signed off, they're at home, they cannot function and they really feel, well, in fact, the last survey we did on 1100 women 96% of them said they weren't prepared for menopause and two thirds of them said they felt robbed of life as they knew it. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, a much, a much bigger issue uh, than we're ever going to cover in half an hour today. 
Um, a couple of a couple of words that have come out of the research. Uh, some would call it stalking. Uh, we know an awful lot more about you than I did uh, a couple of weeks ago, Marion. But I'm I'm so glad we've had this opportunity to talk about you know a, a, both a taboo but a very relevant and important subject for so many women. And I've got to say, as as a side note, that this is probably the first ever podcast we've done, and we're closing in on 200 where there's going to be people listening to this podcast today already on their Google Chrome or their search engines looking you up, trying to find the solution to, you know, what they see as, a, as a, uh, an insurmountable problem or issue. Um, but the two words that keep reappearing when I, when I read of you, uh, one is exercise and, and the importance of it. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, and again, forgive me if I mispronounce this, but phytoestrogens. Um, right. And I would like to know, on behalf of all those listening, because they'll be asking the same questions, I'm sure, um, just explain to us, if you would, what phytoestrogens are and why they're important, and also this, this idea of the importance of exercise as part of this overall programme or, or the solutions that you build for, for women. Yeah, so probably I didn't answer your question very well about my programme. And in fact, it's a five part programme, all based on science. One of the first things we're doing is helping women to boost their nutrient levels and get them back into an optimum range so that they can fire on four cylinders instead of two. The second is consuming Mother Nature's estrogen or estrogen, which are these phytoestrogens. So under the microscope, they look very similar to estradiol that we had before menopause. And you can actually fool your brain into thinking that you've got normal circulating estrogen again. And that's really important because the factories that produce all the cells that keep your skin nice and plump and your vagina moist and your brain functioning are going out of business when the estrogen levels fall. And so by fooling the brain into thinking you've got normal circulating levels again, the factory lights go back on and you can feel it's like winding back your biological clock. You can feel ageless. And people say they look 10 or 20, they feel 10 and 20 years younger. You know, they get back their zest for life, which is really important. So that's the second part. The third part is taking supplements that have been through properly conducted clinical trials. And that's another whole subject because it's not a regulated industry. So we're really particular about which supplements we recommend that have been shown to be safe and effective. The next part is exercise. And exercise is so important for so many reasons because as we start feeling bad, we become more sedentary and our metabolism slows down and the, we have less oxygen going through to our brain. We put weight on around the middle and we don't have those feel good hormones rushing around our system. So we get people off their chairs. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be running a marathon. It could just be dancing to your favorite music, you know, going out for a walk with your dog or whatever it happens to be and listening to music as well, because that lifts your spirit and releases lovely endorphins. And finally doing formal relaxation because that's been shown to reduce hot flushes and night sweats by 50 to 60%. And also in this COVID ridden world, when so many of us have high cortisol levels, the stress hormone, we need to rewire our brains. And so doing formal relaxation helps with that as well. So we're looking at each woman as an individual and we're aiming to give her a 5,000 mile service, taking into consideration everything that goes on. So it's a bit like going into the pit in a Formula One race and having everything tweaked and then coming out on track, turbocharged and in, in great shape. And that's really how it works. And it's amazing. And I just feel that every woman in the world has a right to this knowledge and information 
so she can improve her well-being and just be the best version of herself. Mm. This is going to be um, this is going to be an epiphany for so many people listening. Um, you clearly changed the lives of, of so many women, Marion. Is there? I don't want to put you on the spot here. Is there a particular story, a particular outcome that that was especially pleasing, or one that sticks in your mind more than perhaps any other? I'm sure there's loads, but um, is there is there one where you kind of looked at it and just thought, "Wow, you know what a what a particular transformation." Yeah, there's so so many. I can tell you about women who are suicidal and six weeks later they've got a job and functioning normally again, having a normal relationship. But I what there's one patient I can think of who came to me three times because I helped her with her PMS early on, and then I helped her with her perimenopause. And then afterwards she went off track. She actually moved abroad and um got back in touch with me because she was signed off work. She was a very senior midwife but she got signed off work and the doctor said she had a mental breakdown. And so I took her back onto my wing and I worked with her and got her back on track. And now she is a grandmother. She's back in charge of a big team of midwives. She's completely unstoppable. And I'm very proud of that and love staying in touch with her. I can remember, I think she went on TV with me in the UK years and years ago after we cured her PMS. And so I've known her for so many years. And I, you know, I just live on stories like that because that's why I get up bed in the morning. Well, that was, that was you, you preempted my next question. You know, what inspires you? It sounds like we wouldn't know the answer to that one. Um, the, the, I've alluded to this already, mentioned it. 20, 28 books, uh, radio show, and all the other things that we haven't got time to, to delve into. I, I, I guess you're somebody we could comfortably described as a lady with low boredom threshold, I, I imagine. <laughs> um, tell, tell us about the other books. I mean, I, I, just a few off the top of my head. Uh, no More IBS. Uh, you know, that's a, a commonly occurring condition for many, many people, men and women. Uh, the Real Life Diet, Beat PMS Cookbook. Uh, that's particularly interesting, Cookbook. Zest for Life Plan, The Natural Health Bible. I mean, the list is, the list is endless. Where on earth do you find the time? And also, uh, you know, quite a diverse range of, of subject matter here. Um, IBS is a, you know, is a common condition that affects so many people. Um, wh- where do you find the time? And you know, wh- where, do you, where do you get all this inspiration from? I mean, it, it's extraordinary what you've done. Well, I think because I started out treating women with PMS, they don't just have PMS. They have IBS, they have sugar cravings, they have weight, lo- weight problems, you know, they have all sorts of things. And so we address those one by one. And we had so much information because we literally in the early days with the PMS patients, because we were all over the media, we used to get even before emails, we used to get over 2000 letters a day and sometimes 200 new patients a day. I mean, it was just crazy. So we had a a massive pool of data. And I have. Why did I write the books? Because it saved me having to say the same thing millions of times. You know, it was it was easier to write it all down. And it also because we've done traditionally lots of big surveys, it was a way of keeping the headlines and obviously helped me to fill the books with the facts and the suffering and then present the solutions. And you'll find even in my latest book, Manage Your Menopause Naturally, which is available both sides of the pond, and it there, there are all the information about the six-week program all the information about how you keep yourself healthy in the long term, how to, even how to have conversations with your boss in the workplace. But there's also at the back of it, there's loads of menus, recipes, fast options, shopping lists, 
you know, whether you like cooking, hate cooking, it's all in there so that you can help yourself if you don't want to actually come on something like a six week program. Some people are just suffering mildly or they want to prevent, you know, they're in their early 40s and they don't want to go down the rabbit hole so they can just learn how to meet their needs and have a very smooth transition. And Marion, what are the symptoms that that we uh, the collective we men and women should be looking for? You know, what are the what are those early signs that people should be perhaps trying to pick up in order to then maybe uh, come and talk to you, join the programme, read a book, uh, prepare for what comes next? That's a great question. And in fact, Julie, who's my assistant, who's worked for me for nearly five years, when she came to me, she didn't know she was perimenopausal. She hadn't slept for more than two hours for two years in a stretch at night. And she had um, brain fog and felt tired and just thought she was getting old because she was approaching 50. So there are lots and lots of things that go on in the body that women literally don't associate with hormone changes or menopause because they have no clue what's going on. And when we get the nutrient levels back into an optimum range and fill women full of naturally occurring estrogen and get them doing all the lovely things like exercise and relaxation in moderation, obviously, if that's uh, where they're starting from, it has an, a magical effect on them. They feel so much better than they can have ever imagined. And then they become self-motivated because they realize that what they're putting into their body, how they're treating themselves is very relative in terms of their health and well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and once they understand that, then they're much more motivated to stick to it because obviously this isn't a magic wand, unfortunately. They have to make changes. They have to follow the recommendations. Otherwise, it's not going to work. But it's not a life sentence. It's really enjoyable. And in my experience, when men or partners go through this together, they become so much stronger in terms of their relationship because it's it's helpful. And so opening the can of worms and having the conversation. And I think if women, if you think that menopause is a life sentence and it is the end of life as you know it, I can quite understand why you wouldn't want to talk to your partner or anyone about it. But when you know it's only a transition and that you can feel better in a matter of weeks and certainly months, then why not go through it together as a, a journey that's gonna make you stronger and come out of it feeling closer? Yeah. If you don't feel like getting physical, you know, just have hugs and massage and talk about old times and, and, and laugh again together so that you come back together and feel instead of sleeping on the opposite side of the bed and mourning the loss of yourself and your relationship. Yeah, very well said. And I, again, uh, transformative for, for so many people listening. I, I'm going to just take you back to something you said right at the beginning of the conversation, if I may, um, just out of due respect. The foundation, you took six years out. Uh, Just tell us, if you would, about the the foundation um, and the work you did there. Okay. Um, My daughter was 21 years old and she was a medical student and someone gave her a legal high and she passed away. So I was, um, we were a medical family. We didn't know about legal highs. This was in 2009. And when I started to look into it, in fact, because of my profile in the media, I actually had my own TV show as well for three and a half years. And so we got tipped off by the Daily Telegraph that we were going to be doorstepped by the press. And so they hid us in a hotel for four days and four nights. And the crime correspondent came too. 
and we started doing research and that was uh, I got introduced to James Brokenshaw as well who sadly passed away this year uh, mm -hmm. he was a junior well he wasn't even a junior minister at the time I think he was just an MP um, and he worked with us and we ended up setting up a foundation I just I demanded to see the Home Secretary because that substance had been banned in many other countries around the world for human consumption it was actually paint stripper called GBL and we, the, at the time when Hester died, there were seven new substances. By the time we, we wrote and implemented the new psychoactive substance bill in, in 2016, it, it became law. There were a hundred substances and kids were dying and being harmed for life. They were just being robbed of their life potential. And we shut down, I think it was 500 head shops, 115 websites, and we stopped Amazon from selling them worldwide. And through our celebrity campaigns, both young and old celebrities, we raised awareness and parents and young people came to realize these substances weren't safe uh, just because they were supposedly legal. And the government report a year after the new bill showed that there was a 50% reduction in harm and use by young people. And so we saved a lot of harm and saved a lot of lives and kept a lot of, of families whole, which was the idea of the campaign. So it was referred to as the campaign of the decade by one of David Cameron's cabinet ministers and or special advisors. And uh, it was it was pretty intense. I brought together over 20 world class experts who had written two thirds of the world literature on legal highs and just gave them a voice. And they were amazing. And so we worked together and brought about incredible change. And so that's why I feel confident that we can do the same with this. And I'm working with all sorts of agencies. I'm, I've just partnered with PBS, which is big TV channel in the States. We are uh, in the process of creating a 10 part TV series. We're gonna be doing big surveys um, and just running a big, I just got the uh, associate Dean from UCLA for public health on board to do a public health campaign. So we're, we're just motoring. It feels like another universe-led journey. And I'm very excited about the change that's gonna come in the next few years. Uh, very, very humbling for all of us to listen to, um, to what, what's happened and what you've done about it. And on behalf of all the people who've been affected in some way, um, in the way that you have so profoundly, you know, I will just extend a, a great deal of gratitude because I know there are a lot of people that have suffered in the way that you have. Um, I, I don't want to end on a low note because you've yeah. achieved so many amazing things and created so many positive outcomes. And already I can think of half a dozen people who will be in contact with you as a result of this conversation today. So only good has come of it. And, and I mean, that's, that's really what this podcast is all about is talking to people who are extraordinarily successful who, or who have brought success to others. And, and you've done both. So a um, couple of quick final questions, if I may, Marion. First of all, as I mentioned earlier on, there will be plenty of people now seeking you out. To make that process easier, what's the best way for them to access your library of books, access the program, uh, connect with you via social media, or indeed, as I imagine, there must be a website where they can understand more about your program, sign up, connect with you. How, what's the best way of people getting in touch with Marion Stewart? So they can go to my website, which is marionstuart.com. So my name is spelt in a weird way. It's M-A-R-Y-O-N-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. And there, depending on what they want to do, they can join my free midlife refuel club. And that has a library of content. So there's all sorts of content in there, including films and webinars and downloads. 
and uh, they can also go to Amazon and buy the book if they want to self-help. Um, on the website, there's a drop-down menu. So my six-week course is there and it tells you all about the course. They can get in touch with us and have a conversation or they can just sign up. So there's something for everyone, no matter how they're suffering, if it's prevention they're looking for or whether they really are going a bit stir crazy and need some help and uh, yeah, hand holding along the way. And for men as well, we have, um, I have a Facebook group, although I'm not, um, I don't really focus on that so much anymore because I kind of lost the will with Facebook, but um, I am on all social media. So Instagram, I'm posting there every day and I tweet from time to time and um, link, obviously LinkedIn. So people can follow journey and love any and if people are self-helping i love feedback because i do get feedback from people through social media all the time just saying i read the book and it's changed my life and obviously that's amazing uh, that reminds me of a story actually of a patient of mine who had um one of my books first of all my pms book and then an earlier menopause book and she remarried and she married someone who owned a yacht and they used to cruise around the world and so she'd take a stock of my books and there was a community of people cruising around the world. And when she'd stop, she'd always be talking to the women about their hormone health and handing out my books. And as years went by, she gathered all these case stories. And so she'd come back to me and she said, wow, you know what happened to this one? You know, she had this, this and this, and now she's completely symptom free. So there was, there was people I never met, you know, it's just amazing to have, have the feedback. So this is a, it's a great, is a great journey. And I'm wow. very grateful for every day uh, as so many as so many women especially are to you as well Marin. Fi final question uh i've got one on the time uh, i'd love to talk to you for some more uh, and no doubt there will be a part b to this i'm, I'm sure just because we'll be inundated with the, with emails um it, it, it's the only question we ask all our guests uh, and it's really a, a kind of a way of encapsulating everything we've been discussing uh, the basis of your success, the inspiration behind life and what you do. But if a younger version of you were to come up to you one day and say, you know, if there was just one rule to live my life by, one thing to focus on that I should, that I should really concentrate on above anything else as a general rule of life, what would that one thing be for you, Marion? I think it's um, being, listening to your intuition and realizing you can actually achieve anything. There were times in my life when I felt kind of nervous. I remember I was a magistrate for four years and sometimes that was quite stressful. But I realized later on in my life that it actually don't let your ego get in the way of what you need to achieve. Just get out of the way and just do what you can to help other people because random acts of kindness are going to make you feel great as well. And I think helping other people is what life is all about. So that's kind of what makes me tick and gives me such incredible satisfaction. Good answer. And a, and a good, great answer to a great podcast. Thank you so much, Marion Stewart, for joining us today. So inspirational, insightful uh, and motivating. I mean, I'm sure there's lots and lots of men and women out there that will be uh, reaching out to you in, in due course. Um, it, it really has been a, a podcast full of, of so much, so, so many tangible takeaways and the answers to a lot of questions that people have been asking for so many years and, and where perhaps before this podcast, there was a great deal of hopelessness. There's now hope for a lot of people. And I want to thank you on behalf of everyone listening for, uh, for, for you know, as, as you said earlier, the light at the end of the tunnel, it really will make a difference to a lot of people. So thank you.
My pleasure. It's been lovely. And thank you to all of you listening on the Sandra 40 podcast today from all around the world. Marion Stewart, what can I say? An absolutely extraordinary lady. Every week, we've got a new guest joining us to share their own insights into achieving success or overcoming life challenges. Please make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. You know the drill by now and you know how to contact us by email. Please do keep those reviews coming on iTunes. That's really, really important. And do uh, make sure you connect with me on social media as well. Reach out to Marion and make sure you avail yourself of her books and her program if your circumstances so dictate. Uh, to, to the lovely Marion Stewart, once again, thank you. And to all of those listening, until this time next week, goodbye for now.